Hannibal Brooks is the name of my guest. Olson Zaltzman is the name of his company or the company that he works for. Olson Zaltzman is a founder of the System One or one of, involved in the founding of the System One framework, as I understand it. And so they've got a ton of pedigree and knowledge, deep understanding of consumer purchase behavior at a system one level, at a, at a habitual type level. And they have a really interesting marketing research approach, which goes beyond just traditional research to reveal deeper insights. Enjoy. I'm with Hannibal Brooks, which is the coolest name on the podcast in the history so far. And he is with Olson Zalkman. Zalkman, thank you very much. Sorry about that. So uh, we are live at IIEX, and I'm super excited to have you on the show. I'm super excited to be here. What do you think? You know, I have loved the presentations I've seen so far. Tons of new applications for AI, market research, you know, people getting into the quant of things. I saw a really great presentation on uh, AI analysis of CPG packages I thought was just great. Um, among other things. Tons of great presentations. So a lot of value. Have you been to many uh, market research conferences? No, this is my first one. So tell me a little bit about what you guys do. Yeah, so at Olson Zaltman, we're all about understanding the unconscious mind. A lot of people refer to it now as System One, but um, our founder, Gerald Zaltman, or one of our co-founders, actually developed the concept um, and founded Harvard's Mind of the Market Lab. So that's where these ideas were explored. He started doing some consulting, uh, patented our technique, the Saltman Metaphor Elicitation Technique, and ultimately became hugely popular. And uh, so now we're, we basically investigate the unconscious and we look at a few uh, different areas. Um, one, one thing that's kind of unique is, you know, laddering, you know, has definitely been popular. But really, it's using um, images and metaphor to explore the unconscious. And a lot of that's also built around laddering. So, you know, when you, if you show someone a picture of a whale, you know, you could give them a huge scientific description or you can just show an image. And it's honestly worth more than a thousand words. If you think about, you know, that sort of thing. So talk to me a little bit more about laddering. Right. So laddering is about looking at the attributes of a product first. And so that's one thing, those are the surface level details, but ultimately getting from there through the emo to emotional cues. And so you look at things like, here's a product someone has, here's an attribute, here are its functional benefits, here are its psychosocial benefits, here's the emotion it leads to, and you ultimately get to an identity. And all that takes place in a, a setting with three different factors. You have like the behavior, you have the mind, and you have the environment. And those are three different things, because if you think about Let's say you're buying a broom, right? If you're from a mind perspective, um, you could, you know, say, I'm a person who likes being clean. It's time for me to do some cleaning. So then you get a broom. So that's the mind. The behavior side would be you're looking to, you're like, I'm getting, I was getting ready to clean up because I like cleaning up and I noticed my broom was dirty. So I ordered a new one on Amazon. And then the environmental side would be something like you were on Amazon or on some shopping place browsing and then you were like, I was here browsing anyway, and now I see a broom. That's something I like to do. So subtle differences, but ultimately they can add up to something immense. I think that's really, I, I, early in my career I did conjoint analysis, and it was about taking, a part of that uh, process is taking a product and then uh, I call it degrading it, but I don't mean that in like a negative way. It's like separating it into a series of fe or pieces, uh, features, right, that you can then, and levels within those features, price being the obvious example. Uh, low, medium, high price point. Price being a feature of any product uh, or or service. How do you how do you separate when you're thinking about something like this? How do you separate out the broom, like the pieces of the broom? Is it always segregated in those three ways, or is it in a, is it like 
you take it down another level? Well, one thing that we specialize in is we, after we do our analyses, so a lot of it's these in-depth one-on-one interviews, these ZMAT interviews, we call them using images. So a lot of companies now are starting to use images and understand the power of metaphor, but ours is about going levels deeper and building a complete story. Um, so the way we break it up is we do the interviews, we break down products into these attributes, we do custom mind maps. So we essentially build out all these various features and ladder up to the top level of connection. And when, if you look at like some of the features that, um, if you look at you know a lot of things I have today, like why am I don't have my elbows resting on this table right now, right? So a lot of people are like, oh, it's because of something sailors did. Because sailors, when they would eat on decks, they would have their elbows resting on tables. So patrons would be warned, okay, if someone rests their elbows on a table, it means they're going to be aggressive at the table. But that's not actually the origin. It's because it's a naturally defensive position. So it actually has origins going like thousands of years back. So ultimately, you have to do a deep dive in customers' minds to understand the underlying factors that lead to their behaviors. I love that example. My good friend, Gordon Hall, is a... um uh, he was Mr. California back in the day. So he's like super like buff, right? Yeah. And when he eats, I always laugh at him. I'm saying, dude, it's like you're in prison because he puts his, el- he literally protects his food. As yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> you're, it's just so funny. Okay. Like he's in some, like, like somebody's going to want to eat his food. Gordon, nobody's going to eat your food. Calm down. So anyway, um, can't wait to share this episode with him. So uh, you guys have been around a while. We have. And uh, have you had much presence inside of the market research community at trade shows? You know, we had a bigger presence in the past. We went dark for a while because um, we have a couple of books out now that have been pretty popular, constant referral business from that. But now we're making more of a venture into like the conferences, um, getting more involved in that space. So I'm actually here giving a presentation on the new speaker circuit. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. What time is that today? It's at 1040. 1040. Now, will you be publishing the talk on uh, social media? LinkedIn? I'd, I'd hope so. Yes. Cool. Uh, presentations, that kind of thing. I tell you what, like one of the, when you come up with pillar content like that, like the, if, if they, I'm not sure that they video it or not, but if you don't have somebody videoing it, you should try to get somebody to do it. You know, then breaking that up into a, you know, short, like a series of maybe five posts at 60 seconds a piece on LinkedIn. Uh, and then with some long form blog with um, using, I don't know if you're familiar with like LinkedIn purchase SlideShare. And um, it's a great way to get additional visibility on your content by just taking your long form content, converting it into a PowerPoint presentation, which you already have done, right? Yeah. Uh, and then posting that on SlideShare. Uh, it's a really effective way to be able to punch through on LinkedIn, get visibility on your content, your va- your company's value prop, and um, help customers and the community at large find you. That sounds great. Yeah. I'll definitely take that in. Totally, totally. So, um, Olson Zaltman. You got it. Some awesome. people call us OZ for short. Oh, I like OZ so much better. Thank you. It's also early in the morning, and this is day three for me, which... No worries. I, you see you got the coffee in front of you, so... <laughs> First cup. Uh, where'd you stay? Did you stay in the conference hotel? Yeah, I'm just a couple of minutes away oh, in the building. Guy. Anything really interesting at the show so far from an exhibit perspective? Well, I saw uh, a couple of the startups had really interesting ideas. Um, one of them I loved was this service that allows you to you essentially just enter information, maybe two different concepts. It will automatically generate a survey, compare all of that, get all that data, and then generate like a 50, 60 slide deck um, broken out by all these uh, different attributes, brand, all that. So great stuff. Do you remember who that was? I'm, the name has deserted me right now. As soon as I look at the card, I'll remember it. But Cool. 
Yeah. It was a really good one. I voted for it. Did you? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, when I post this episode in a couple weeks, it'd be great if you could just like post that company's name. You got it. A uh, link to that name. And then um, I'll make sure I include them in our tech corner. So I appreciate that lead. That sounds good. Awesome. Hey, Hannibal, thank you so much for being on the Happy Market Research Podcast. Super happy to be here. And thanks for the opportunity. I look forward to what you're going to continue to kick ass and do in your career. It's going to be a fun time. I appreciate it. All right, my friend. Thank you. Thank you.